BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the Matt Ness Show. I'm Matt, and he's Ez, and today we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home, and as the burning question, who is actually the best Spider-Man? Yeah, and how the heck did he get back home? I mean, jeezy cow, there's mystic magic craziness, the best Spider-Man, which one is it? Uh, I have the answer, you think you have the answer, and we'll, we'll have to talk about it. There's only two of us, and there are spoiler alert three spider-men that we will be considering possibly a fourth i'll throw possibly in there. more yeah yeah possibly more so spider-man no way home i think you know in order to really talk about this movie as we have to go back okay and talk about a lot of things really um superhero movies in general Right. I would say the rise of, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the licensing that goes on with Spider-Man and then this movie itself and what it did and what it potentially will do going forward, which is open the door to just about anything ever uh, to say the least. To 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 say the least. So let's go back in time. Ez and I are superhero movie aficionados and buffs. Okay. Yep. DC and Marvel. While connoisseurs. We may make, we're connoisseurs. While we may typically be more sort of DC fanboys. Um yeah. I can still say, you know, my favorite movie of my favorite superhero movie of last year was still Zack Snyder's Justice League. But that doesn't mean I did not love this. And this was definitely my second favorite. I thought it was better than Eternals. I thought it was better than, I don't know, did Shang-Chi come out last year? I think it did. And the Ten Rings. Oh, yeah. I watched it. Well, yeah. yeah, in the fall. Yeah. And then, and then Black Widow came out and I 
thought honestly it wasn't very great. Then well, we... Suicide Squad was pretty good too. The Suicide Squad was pretty good, but I would still put Spider Man above above it. So anywho, let's go. You go back in time a little bit, and we go to you know you get to the you get to the seventies as, and you got the Superman movies, Batman's on TV, Wonder Woman's on TV. It's not really until the eighties. Right, 1989, Batman, the first Batman movie with Michael Keaton comes out. That really was sort of what I view as the like big first step in where we're at now with superhero movies. Like the Superman yeah. movies sort of put it on the map and said, Hey, you can make money doing this. But like the bat the first Batman movie was really the one that said, Hey. This is like the framework. Then we got the other Batman movies. There were attempts at sort of superhero movies. There was like some TV adaptations. A lot of them flamed out. And a lot of them did flame out really until like the MCU. And then DC was the Dark Knight stuff. But uh, you got to look at Blade. The Blade movies with Marvel yeah. was where things really is like, okay, this was their entry into it where it was sorting, sort of starting to work. So... In the 90s, as Marvel was not owned by Disney and Marvel sold the rights to a lot of characters. Mm -hmm. They sold Daredevil or they excuse me. They sold Deadpool and the X-Men and the Fantastic uh, and the Fantastic Four to Fox, not the not the intellectual character, but the right to portray them in television and Move, movie, yeah yeah and movies right and then sony got uh the rights to spider-man which they still own disney has since purchased not only marvel which they can still use marvel in like video games and comics and turt merch and all that stuff but marvel can't just go make a spider-man movie they can now do x-men and stuff like that since they bought them uh, I mean, heck, we've had two reboots of the Fantastic Four, and both of them sucked. Okay. Oh my god. So, you know, the, it's this the early two thousands was such sort of this like, it was like the launch. Like you could see the first like we get the Batman movies, but now you could see we're taking that next step, right? We're mm -hmm. getting Lord of the Rings. We're getting the X Men movies. We're getting you know some of these other things coming out, and we got the first Spider Man movie with Tobey Maguire. And my God, was it utterly amazing? Pun intended. Yeah, no, buddy. Let me. Okay, let's <laughs> let's go back. Okay, my my high school girlfriend at the time, uh, shout out to her unnamed, bought me the soundtrack. I took her to this movie. Why? Because that's what you did. All right, that's what you did. You wanted to score some points. You wanted to take your girlfriend to a good movie. During that time, you took her to Spider-Man. And I did that. Afterwards, she was she didn't even know she loved it and she loved it, man. It was like a hit. It was fantastic. It does set the stage for all these really everyone should be saying thank you Toby Maguire, okay? Thank you Spider-Man. Because that stuff was like, I don't know, it felt like a really like a big spark, you know, it just kind of lit the fire. I mean, there were other right. things as well, too. But it was around that time when, like, as you said, all of this was just sorting. It was, it was starting to, to, to heat up. Right. And I loved it. The soundtrack was amazing for that, by the way. 
go look up the soundtrack for spider-man it was freaking amazing the original yeah so the first spider-man movie is like still to this day one of my top 10 favorite superhero movies ever because it's just so utterly fantastic you know toby mcguire comes in and we've got kirsten dunst right you've got william defoe as this great villain you've got um oh my god how am i i'm blanking on his son's name who plays harry uh god he's in so much stuff how am i blanking? oh on this, my but... uh franco um uh Fred, yeah what's his name yeah not uh yeah uh yeah, I know you're. Yeah, James Franco. James Franco, thank you. Right. Yeah, James Franco. Macho Man Randy Savage is in the movie as Bonesaw. Right. Yeah. We got we got a we got that Stan Lee cameo. Uh, it's directed by Sam Raimi, who you know did the Evil Dead movie. So Bruce Campbell is his buddy. Bruce Campbell makes a cameo in all three, uh, as well as uh, Sam Raimi did like Xena Warrior Princess and Hercules. And all three of these movies just explode. But the first one, I know a lot of people prefer the second one, but I, to me, the first one is the best of the three. I think it's just that first time seeing him as Spider-Man, you get like his suit is utterly, again, I'll use the word amazing. I still think it's probably the best looking Spider-Man suit with like the gray webbing. Uh, it's just utterly fantastic. I won MTV's best kiss award. Right where he's hanging upside down, pulls off the mask just a little bit. Oh my the, god! And, he, and you get the kiss. William Defoe is Green Goblin. So many memes have come from this, and it's just so utterly, utterly fantastic. And really, it sets up a trilogy that I know the final one's kind of a step back a little bit, but I mean to view it as to you could take the original Spider-Man trilogy and stack it up against most other trilogies that have ever existed i mean it's not star wars or lord of the rings level but i mean if you want to compare it if you want to compare it to like back to the future or terminator or some of these other you know you view it as a trilogy of movies matt i think it stacks up very well to a lot of other movie trilogies the first three x-men movies do are not as good as the first three spider-man movies yeah okay now i'm not saying this is better than the dark knight trilogy obviously but Is it it is it comparable? Like, could you could you say like like movie number one is better than than like uh, number three or something? Know. Like, may I I almost I I love number one so much. Like Spider Man, Spider Dash right. Man, uh, two thousand and two. I think you could put that up there. What was the last the uh, the last uh, Dark Knight uh, movie? What was Dark it called? Rises. Rises. Yeah, I think it's better than that. But anyways, I mean, we we're obviously right. DC fanboys love the yeah. dark Knight trilogy but like it's one of those things that like i i actually am willing to even like start to try to compare it which means it's pretty freaking good if i even right. want to even think about bringing it that close but like you said the i other would things- say that it's better than i to me it's better than it's hard it's sometimes hard to compare dc to marvel just straight up because they're so they're such i mean drastically different tones right whereas marvel is not, I don't want to say campy, but it's more lighthearted. You, you stuff like that. I mean, they're not like DC movies, especially have just gotten darker and darker and darker. Like it's, I can't compare like say the Joker movie to like any Marvel cinematic, any Marvel movie, because it's just no Marvel like movie comes close to that level of, of tone and ser- and realism and seriousness. But I think I, you, if you could just comparing it to movies, even inside of the MCU, 
is the original Spider-Man trilogy better than Iron Man 1, 2, and 3? Probably. Mm. Iron Some Man people... 1 is amazing. Right. But Some a lot people of... like 3, and I love 3, but, you know, it's like one of those things. I love 3, but I think Iron Man 2 is one of the worst MCU movies. I have it towards my, I have it towards my, absolute, my bottom. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, do you... I... I think you. Could I don't think. Though. I, I think... don't think it's. I don't think it's as good. I don't think Iron Man, the Iron Man one, two, and three as a trilogy stacks compares to Spider, the original Spider Man trilogy. You think it's better? I think Spider Man's way better. Yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is it, it, okay. <laughs> okay. It, it, it is for the simple reason that like. What we saw in Spider-Man No Way Home is the like what Aunt May does in this one episode is right. like what Tobey Maguire experienced like like Uncle Ben, the line. I mean, the, the, why did why right. is this movie blowing up, Matt? Why is this movie grossing so much money? Because it's mimicking some of the great things that happened in Tobey Maguire right. series and, and the and Andrew Garfield, and the Amazing right. Spider-Man, like. It's it's mimicking some of that and it's blending it so well. It's 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 using the same lines. It's a great story and it's yeah right. So okay, so all right. So continuing on, Spider Man one. You know, I, the, with great power comes great responsibility. We get Aunt May. We get um, Uncle Ben, and I think that the first. I think the you know the second movie is just uh, again to use the word in it in its pun intended form amazing we get doc doc what's his name alfred molina i think is his name right um however you oh yeah however you say it yeah as as the doc doc villain spy and because that's really like the first superhero movie that i can think of at that point in time where your villain is really kind of an anti-hero right mm -hmm. where you're actually he's like you're rooting for him but he's not like a true sort of villain. And that's why most people say it's the best. Most people have that as, as the best of the three, the, the train scene yeah. is so, is so great. And he, and he's on, and then he gets his mask pulled off and they realize who he is. Right. Right. That was great. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's so good. And I'm then flashbacks okay, <laughs> I know. Okay. So then we can talk a little bit about the third one and it gets a little yeah. too much. The yeah. third one gets, I yeah. I here's the thing. I love that one. I'm not saying it's good. No. But first of all, it's because we get Comical we get Venom. Things. We get yeah. Venom and we get the symbiote suit, which I love. That's my favorite. Obviously, I think most people's favorite Spider-Man is when he's got the symbiote suit, the Venom right suit. I think Bryce Dallas Howard actually as uh Gwen Stacy. I thought the, the love triangle there was was kind of cool. You know, obviously, it's kind of ridiculous when he's like walking down the street and, you know, and he's dancing and like snapping his snapping his fingers. Yeah, uh, oh, and oh it, yeah. And, it, and it's just it's spurned all of these sort of bully Maguire memes, which are just utterly fantastic and hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But so then it ends and there was supposed to be a fourth one. And there was written out the whole deal. It never ended up happening. Uh, which is which is unfortunate, but Tobey Maguire Spider Man Wait, one really? through three, yeah, there was like oh Spider Man four was like gonna be a big mega movie and it just didn't end up happening. Huh. So a few years go by and a few things change. Marvel before they're bought out by Disney starts an idea that will be the Marvel Cinematic 
universe, right? So people forget this, but actually, I think if you go back and watch it, the first two movies, I believe, were not Disney movies. I think Iron Man and Iron Man and the Hulk, I think were actually done by Paramount. Uh they weren't they weren't Disney because Disney didn't own it yet. But then, of course, that changes and then Disney buys it. But they start this idea of, hey, we're going to build this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, let's go. And while that's going on, and it don't get me wrong, it's great. Obviously, the characters of the X-Men in the Fantastic Four aren't going to be there because they can't use them. And then the big one was Spider-Man. Can't use it. Okay. So now we're getting in a little into it. And Sony, who owns Spider-Man, says, we're going to make new Spider-Man movies kind of deal with it exactly they kind of deal with it you can't nothing to say about it so we get the andrew garfield movies the amazing spider-man we get a he, new origin hear that he needed to hear he that needed, it was he, amazing. Needed to hear that. he needed to hear that andrew garfield comes in andrew garfield to me is an absolutely just utter he's such a good actor if you get a chance really you should check him out in other things like hacksaw ridge this ultra serious movie he's in it and it's just so good so he's in it uh and then you bring in emma stone as your gwen stacy right they're not they're gonna Mm -hmm. change it around it's not mary jane yet it's it's gwen stacy and then you've got his two movies, both of which I love. I will say that he has the worst villains, which is unfortunate. Uh, his villain, and I think because these movies don't get, they don't do well. As no, I know, I know. Why? Why is of, that, they, dude? Because the villains, I think. Yeah, probably. But what? What was your? What was your, when those movies came out? What was your thoughts of like this? A different presentation of Spider-Man. Now that you've you've had the chance well, to see. Yeah, you mean the Andrew Garfield stuff? Right. Yeah, so yeah. Dude, here's the, the the thing was, I was a huge Tobey Maguire fanboy. I'm not going to lie about it. I was I was locked in, man. That was my guy. I was, like, awkward. I think I went and saw that, like, I mentioned my high school girlfriend, like, went with me. But, like, what I didn't mention was I went first by myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I also followed up in the theater after she didn't want to go see it again by myself. So like when it comes to that movie, I, I was a little bit, I, I, I understand why people, when, when you see people um, reimagine stuff or, or new things come out, I was sort of like, ah, where's, where's Toby? You know, I, I wasn't locked in. I gave it, I went in with an open mind as much as I could. Um, but like you said, it was maybe the villains a little bit. Um, the Gwen Stacy stuff. Uh, Emma Stone. I was, amazing. Amazing Spider-Man came out in 2012. And Amazing yeah. Spider-Man Two came out. Also, in also, in, in all fairness, fourteen. It, it, like in all fairness, though, like when when Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man comes out, like I'm 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 more of a, a youngster, you know. I'm I'm right. locked in. It's more whatever. When this other one came out, I was like busy, didn't look into it as much, didn't do all. The, I it was a point in time in my life where I was transitioning from college to real job, so I feel like I didn't give it a feel a, a, like a fair shake because I love Emma Stone and I thought it was right. I freaking I did love it. I still I still loved it. And I actually what what this new movie has done has made me think like I need to go rewatch those. Like I need to give those right. another another shake. And actually it was kind of a joke in this movie, which was like, you know, right. it, it was he was saying, like, yeah, I kind of need to hear that I'm amazing because yeah. it, it, he is good. It's really good. Right. So for me, the reason I love those movies is is they again, as as a DC fanboy, they are a little darker 
They're a little more gritty. And then I think he has where he shines is he has the best Aunt May and Uncle Ben. And I don't even think it's remotely close because he has Sally Fields as Aunt May and he has Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben. And I mean, sorry, but you have Academy Award winning actors for him to go along with. And I think it was super cool. Uh, they go back to Spider-Man having web shooters as opposed to Tobey Maguire's, which yeah. is just the sort of organic which, web. Sorry, that's like they brought that up and I was like Trump <laughs> City right there. That was literally the fact that he has that like, dude, how do, how do you do that? That was hilarious. How, right. how is it like it's just in your skin? And they're all like, ooh, whoa, gross. It's like, no, nah, that's 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 original Spider-Man right there, baby. Right. So 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 the Andrew Garfield movies do their thing. 2014. Now we're staring down, bringing Spider-Man in to Marvel's Civil War. And we are replacing Spider-Man once again. Tom Holland. He comes in, first shows up in Civil War which was cool getting to see Spider-Man and getting to see Spider-Man interact with Iron Man and Captain America and the rest of the group. And then things start to get a little weird because Sony starts to say, well, you know, right. here we go. And we thought we thought though, they right. were going to they we thought we were going to lose him. What happened, then, by the way? Like, that's crazy because. Yeah, we, they ended up signing it. a deal. They ended was up signing a Hall deal. He, did he did? Because I heard like he came out and was like, hey, look, sorry. You got to get this together. We, we got to grow. Well, he kind of did. Tom Holland kind of did. Good for right. him. But then Sony's like, well, we're going to keep rolling with Venom and we're going to make a Carnage movie. So they're making side character movies and there's nothing really Disney can say about it. So then we get Spider-Man Homecoming with Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Shift forward. We get Jake Gyllenhaal at, uh, after the Avengers movies with Tom Holland, Spider-Man in... Uh, Spider-Man, which one's that called? Far from Home. Yeah. Uh, and then and and then now we are here, Spider-Man, no way home. So I have to say, I do like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, he's great. He's great. But I think he is great because he has the opportunity to play off the Avengers. As like Tony Stark and all this stuff. He's also yeah. more of feels feels more younger. It's also kind of his height. He's a shorter guy. Uh, so it may even though he's like 30 or something, I don't know how old he is, but he feels young. He feels like really young as as Spider-Man. So I went into Spider-Man No Way Home really as just thinking, I'm just, I'm just most excited to kind of see what's going on, you know, where give me Toby, give me Andrew. Yeah. And of course, Dr. Strange is in this movie. And so I, you know, the other thing is like to see this movie, you kind of, I feel like to get the best out of this movie, yeah, you really have to have seen the original. You have to see the, the, the three original Spider-Mans, yep. the two amazing Spider-Man movies, and then everything that Spider-Man is in and doctor strange and like I, you yeah, have you have lot. to have you really i feel like you have to have seen the whole thing and we're talking like 40 movies at this point to kind of get to but it. so what i don't know that i could recommend this movie to somebody who hasn't seen like all of it right but what's what is kind of crazy is that it did bring out for some reason Anybody who was like maybe out on Marvel or who was a who was a Tobey Maguire fan or Andrew Garfield, like it's brought people to the theater. It's 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 done its job, which is 
no, no, that was my. Do they understand it? Do they do they get all the right. little references and stuff like you know? It's causing some people to go back and say, "Oh, I I got to watch that" because there's generations, right? I mean, like you mentioned, 2002 was is Tobey Maguire, and then like what was it, 2010 or 12, 12 or whatever? So 12, so 10 years after is what the, the reboot. Butch, dude, how old is Tobey yeah. Maguire, dude? Like, what the <laughs> heck? How old are we? Oh my god, I know. Um, it's insane. That's crazy. But like, yeah, that's, that's, the original Spider Man was 20 years ago. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? Jesus Christ. That was my freshman high school girlfriend I was talking about earlier. Jeezy cow. Um, crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. But I, I, I feel like, too, though, because there was stuff, as you said, I'm, I'm going to pull up the guy's name, his buddy. Here it is. Uh, Ned, who's yeah. in this. Um, right. He does some really cool stuff with uh, Dr. Strange. And you're like, okay, unless you understand the whole opening portal stuff, right. you know what I mean? You don't really get that, that the humor and that he has magical blood. So you do have to watch Doctor Strange, as you said, or understand that the spell that Doctor Strange did, you have to understand that how that works. Also, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw another one in here to really get the full context of this and understand what Marvel's doing. It's Loki. Loki opens up the multiverse situation stuff. Well, Not kinda. opens it up. There's, like, there's more, there's, there are more theories that go into it. Yeah, that Wanda and and actually right. it's at the multiverse is first mentioned in Spider-Man Far From Home, which is the first movie to take place after Avengers Endgame. Mm. Yeah. OK. OK. What? Really? Yeah. OK. It's in huh. the it's in the po it's in the post credit scene. He talks to Nick Fury. OK. OK. Wow. Well, still, I think as, as you're saying, though, like you need to kind of could you recommend this just j just to anybody? I, you still can get some general enjoyment in it. Right. And you, you might not know who those other Spider-Men are and be like, what the heck is this multiverse stuff? I, I kind of. Um, right. You can still kind of I, I think of people like my sister who would be like, huh, who? They, what? I feel like I feel like a lot of people could could be lost. But yeah, get with, with that said, I mean, the the I feel like you could watch it. You have to have you have to you need to be more caught up, obviously, on Tom Holland's Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff than you do Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's stuff to watch it. Wait, I feel so, like if you. Yeah. So I feel like if you, you more so have to be connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe than you do the old movies. Yeah, for sure. Because for sure. it's because when it, it starts okay. off. It's more it's right. proximity. It, it's which it's is fine. It's there. They are. It is Tom Holland's Spider-Man Spider-Man story. So anyway, the movie gets going and Tom Holland, uh, you know, Peter Parker was revealed to everyone to be Spider-Man at the end of um, the last movie, Spider-Man Far From Home. Mysterio reveals to the world that Peter Parker Spider-Man. He now has to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he, ha he has he has to deal with the reality of that which i actually think by the way is kind of and this is never stated but i think it's a super interesting dynamic because so much of tom holland's spider-man is his relationship with tony stark iron man right because he views right. him as this father figure and then when he dies in endgame it's like such a big such a big deal it's actually one of it's actually creates like you know one of the best scenes in spider-man Far from home when Mysterio is tricking everyone to think and Spider-Man can't figure out who everyone is and he and he sees John Favreau uh 
happy who plays happy uh hogan uh mm-hmm. robert dunny iron man's assistant yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know he's talking about how he misses him how they're how they misses iron man well so the interesting kind of dynamic is that the best part of the first marvel cinematic movie which is iron man which kicks the whole thing off setting up thanos right and now we're in this new phase which is the multiverse like this is the mega phase two of the avengers and yeah. the, the center universe i mean it's like okay end game ends it and now we're in like if you want to use that i know they have like phase one two three four what they called it but i mean that's like book one like with that book is over yeah we're done. now in the big new total arc arc yeah. two of the whole thing the interesting thing is is that here's peter and the world has been told he's spider-man and he's taking it very differently than the way it the the coolest moment in in chapter one of the thanos saga is the very end of the movie when uh tony stark goes out and he says oh yeah to the world i am iron man and it sets up the whole deal it's it's this awesome dynamic between the two between the two movies right And, and yeah that's really interesting so now it's different like at the end of this sorry to jump right to the end but like yeah. he, he he's he's there with mj and no he's not no. gonna tell her right which because she's happy and and all this stuff and i mean dude it it's got me like i'm locked in for for more episodes of it because i'm like hold on a second you she'll figure it out you know but she's happy now they're going to college all, the, all this stuff so yeah it's a kind of opposite of what iron man does right and <clears throat> he had a problem being being younger and and being identified as 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 spider-man so right he doesn't he doesn't have the resources that tony stark has which is i think is a totally right well tony has yeah and and tony has the fame he has all that kind of stuff he is he is a grown man and all all that stuff he's got stark industries behind him like you said yeah so it's tough for this high schooler trying to make it into college can't even get into college because he's spider-man you know right and he killed mysterio even even though he saved the world which is something actually they're doing that's kind of he killed mysterio that's well, he say he saved the world, <laughs> but it is something interesting that they're doing in the MCU, which is because again, remember, you know, the other thing that's crazy is that there is a five year time jump in between mm-hmm. Avengers and where we're at now, and half the universe is wiped away. And I do like that they that they're still keeping that sort of explained and going, um, because in Falcon Winter Soldier, remember Falcon's going to try he's trying to get a loan for his boat and the guy's like well sorry man your credit's bad <laughs> and he's like i was an event and he tells him he's like i was an adventure i saved the universe he's like i know that's cool can i get an autograph but i still can't give you a loan like and it's just you know it's this thing and so that is sort of something that they are still kind of dealing with which is which is interesting so as you said, he's trying to get into college. It, he, he, he can't get in because he's Spider-Man and the world thinks he's a murderer. They think he, he murdered Mysterio, as well as just other controversies. Some people like him, some people don't. While this is going on, you know, he's he's done the spell with Doctor Strange where people are going to, or he's going to do the spell where people forget he's Spider-Man. The whole thing jacks up and it rips open the, the multiverse. And the next thing we know is well actually i I guess just stop real quick he also like locks dr strange in this dimension and yeah the mirror the mirror world (laughs) right right yeah yeah yeah. 
really this movie is actually more of a doctor strange spider-man movie than it is a spider-man other spider-man movies because i felt like even to get tom to get the other spider-man to come in that's like last like 30 minutes it's not really so much well i guess i don't know it's it's not like the whole movie is is the three spider-man anywho dr ox shows dr octopus shows up the dr octopus from spider-man 2 he fights tom holland's peter parker he takes off his mask. You're not the Peter I thought you were. Yeah. And then they go lock him in Doctor Strange's dungeon. And they got to start taking down a lot of these other villains. And they are villains from the other Spider-Man movies. And uh-huh. they all come through because of the spell gone awry. Dude, wait. Hey, hold on. When you first saw Doc Ock, what? I mean, because I think there was rumors and stuff. But like. Okay. Well, he's he was in trailers and stuff like that. Yeah. He okay, was in like. The, he was in. The okay. okay. Besides yeah. Doc Ock, then I guess like. How far did you think it was going to go? Did you think we we're going to see all the other villains? Did you all think we we're going to get all of them? Like they were, yeah, they were all they were all rumored. Um, yeah. The only one we didn't get was Topher Grace as Venom. That's the only. Okay. That's the only villain we didn't get. I think we, or no, we didn't get uh, like, Paul Giamatti's Rhino. We got all of the other villains because we got. Doc Ock, we got William Defoe's Green Goblin, we got Sandman. I always forget the guy's name who plays him, but he is oh, in yeah. like Tombstone. Yeah. He's in Wings. He's in a lot of stuff. Uh, Jamie Fox as Electro from Amazing Spider-Man. Again, I always forget the other guy's name, the actor, but he played uh, Lizard, Kurt Connors. Yeah. So we got almost. We didn't get Green Goblin from amazing we didn't get his uh harry osborne from either movies nor did we get i think that's it that's it we got all the other villains yeah i think the one like william defoe was the one i wasn't like the big one when i was going into it i was like are we gonna get green goblin i was that one seemed like it was kept more secret because i avoided those spoilers and i went into it saying and i think we heard his laugh or something maybe it was Mm -hmm. what people heard in the trailer and i just was kind of like okay i don't really know i don't want to know my just and I went and I was like, holy French toast. I could not believe. I just couldn't believe it. I wanted to be kind of surprised. And then I kind of knew maybe that we'd see the other Spider-Man. But I just just going back to that original when I first because I watched it like a week later. And it's it was really hard to avoid some of those spoilers. And I would I, I saw another guy in a Spider-Man costume. And I was like, scroll, scroll right, just right on. Right. Past him. I was like, fudge, they're doing it. I was like, I got to get to the theater ASAP, you know. So it's that's that was what was so cool is that like even people who were avoiding the spoilers and kind of knew were like, I got to get in there and see this because this yeah. is something special, you know? Yeah, no, it's you know? It, it's great. So uh, I'll speak I'll speed along sort of the synopsis here. And then uh, basically they sort of capture them all and he wants to try to help them. Yeah, because they, they start to realize that they actually all died. And so. MCU Spider-Man Tom Holland doesn't want necessarily to send them all back because he's afraid, well, if I send them back, they'll just die. Would I be killing them? What if we help them? Right? What if we what if we fix them? And so he takes them back because uh, he's staying with Happy, John Favreau, and yeah. he starts working on them because he has a Stark thing. Because the the tech here, right, is way more advanced than the tech from their universes. He does fix Doc Ock. And he makes sort of a serum to fix Green Goblin. He's working on some of the other guys, but Green Goblin goes kind of crazy. And then that causes Electro, who's on the fence already, 
to be like, I'm out, get me out of here. Lizard's doing his thing. He doesn't, he doesn't, you kind of forget about him, honestly, because he's just like hanging out in the truck. And uh, here we go. Next, next thing you know, Spider-Man's fighting Green Goblin. Green Goblin yeah. throws a bomb and kills Aunt May. God, God, son of a. That's a tragedy. It's a daggone tragedy. I, I was so. That's the thing. So all those spoilers were flying around like, okay, what villains are in it? What star? What Everyone's all focused on who's going to be in this thing. It's Aunt May, bro. That like hits you. I mean, it was a full stop. I didn't see it coming. That was something I had no idea was going to happen. I was like, okay, whatever. Like Aunt May's in there doing her thing. She's trying to get Peter to see all this good stuff. And she is dead. Dies. I wept i was <laughs> i was like no they did not and i kept saying i was like in denial it's kind of like when i saw luke skywalker coming in to the end of mandalorian season two i was like no nah, it's not him ain't no way there's and, no way yeah. they're doing it and th and then they did it to aunt may and i'm like stop you did not so now all, so now yeah so all their you know they all lose somebody because we don't actually ever see this peter lose his uncle ben um so although he does lose Tony Stark, that's kind of like his uncle Ben, I suppose. So then we have to, then we're uh, going forward. He's out there. He's off by himself trying to fix things. They're destroying the city. Ned and MJ go back and they're trying to figure out what do we do? How do we, how do we solve this thing? Ned has stolen the ring from Dr. Strange. He's opening portals and he's trying to bring Peter you know, to him, hey, let's just find him, find Peter Parker, and through the portal, and this is where I feel like the movie really starts, walks in Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, and people in the theater lost their minds. I lost my mind. I, I lost my mind. I was like, wow, because he wasn't sure when it was going to happen, and uh, was it, uh, what's his name again? Ned, right? He's having yeah. this moment. Dude, yeah. and that was cool enough. That's cool enough that he was like, gosh, I wish so when he first does it, Matt, he's like, I wish Peter were here. Right. And he just waves his hand. I, I wish Peter were here. And it, you see it on the distance. You're like, that's like sparks are flying. You're like, wait, what? Do, and, and Zendaya or MJ is like, do it again. And he and then he full on goes like full nerd, king of nerds and just like, <laughs> boom, opening portal, which is so cool. Like magic. It's it's so funny how they do that. Like he's he's this you know uh, nerdy looking dude, and he has the ability to open this portal. It's freaking great. And and he walks in, and yeah, and I love that. Um, MJ's like it was so comical, right? She's like walk across the ceiling. Yeah, and she's like Jump asking up. him to do stuff, right? Yeah, if you're really Spider Man, do it. And he's like, why are you are you are are you kidding me? Like, yeah, no, come on. And then what's his name? Uh, uh, the the grandma or whatever like asked right you know get that cobweb get out cobweb. i mean that's hilarious dude like they did a great job on on the comedy on the delivery of that it's, that was really it's good. great and it's so interesting too to see because this is something i don't think that has really been done before where you have the like two of the same actors who have played the same character appear on screen at the same time at least in a movie it's definitely happened in some other like TV adaptations and stuff like that. But um, 
you know, like Superman fights Superman and Superman three, but it's like just at the right, end. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not really like you have and it's also not like you have like two different actors who were both established. We're gonna get this in the upcoming Flash movie with Michael Keaton's Batman and Ben Affleck's Batman. And right, that's gonna right. be and that's gonna be super cool. But uh we're gonna but here we go with Andrew Garfield walking in, boom, and he's Spider-Man, and he's his Spider-Man, which mm-hmm. is great, and he's his Spider-Man interacting with them. He is a little more it's one of the things I like about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man the most, which is and I think you because Toby Maguire walks in next, and now we've got all three, and he and Toby both do such a great job at being the Spider-Man that they right. are. Yes. Yes. As well as being the Spider-Man that they have become a little bit uh-huh. more. Yeah. And it works so well with the dynamic where you almost have this age difference That's where Tom point. Holland's is the youngest. Andrew Garfield's is in the middle and Toby's is the eldest, which is also sort of yeah. how it works in their actual ages. Yeah. yeah and yeah. their time and their time as Spider-Man. Where, you know, like Andrew Garfield, like go watch the first Andrew Garfield's. I mean, he's like jabbing with the guys like left and right. I mean, when he in Amazing Spider-Man 2, when he like the opening scene where he's like stopping this like truck that's like stealing money or something. And he's like talking to the guys and he's like trying to miss his, He's like trying to get to his graduation and he's like on the phone with Gwen while yeah, yeah. he's attacking guys. And he's like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? I need to go. And you know, he's right. kind of, he's got, he's definitely got the New Yorker like fast talking. Oh, right. we, you know, how's it going, buddy? Like, Oh, you missed me. I'm over here. Like, like right. that's a lot of that fast paced comedy. That's what he does so well. And then, the difference between them, even Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was never super like that as Spider-Man um, mm-hmm. in, no. in his in his movies. And then like Tom Holland's Spider-Man is funny because he's like always making mistakes and messing up. And he's like, sorry, guys, it's OK. You know, like, right. Because yeah. <laughs> <"Whoa, sorry." laughs> yeah. he's like with the Avengers, like yeah. when he first shows up in Civil War. And he like steals Captain America's shield. He's like, I'm really sorry, man. But Mr. Yeah. Stark asked me to, you know, like, right, yeah. he's, like, he's like fighting Captain America. It's hilarious. It but it hilarious. does just it shows that they're all they do all three play the character very differently. Yeah. And you get that from them. And you also get them where they're at currently, which yeah. is Andrew Garfield's. In the end, which is why Amazing Spider-Man 2 is actually, I think, my favorite Spider-Man it might be my favorite spider-man of any Period. of them yeah. movie is because the end scene where gwen stacy dies is just yeah. so tragic and good because deaths that superheroes have to deal with is always so good because it moves their characters forward yeah. the fact that he couldn't save her is just so freaking fantastic and i've always loved that movie ever since i saw that right and you can see that in him just a little bit throughout the whole movie, even in like the opening scene, I feel like you get a little bit of that, you know, from him. Yeah, no, and you actually bring up a really good point. Um, so not only do, I'm just going to back up a little bit here. So not only do Andrew and Toby play their Spider-Man, but they also in their acting convey that they are further along than where we last saw them in film. Right. Which I was like, wow, because you you do you feel like there is some some age and some wisdom coming um, to our current Spider-Man, and and it it, it was awesome. It, and 
the one thing too, as much as they are different, they all had that, that common line, which is like, this is what we do. It's what Spider-Man does. And I was like, Oh my God. Like it was just so freaking cool that they had not only their differences, personality wise, all those different things, different stories, different sequence of events and, and how they lose Gwen or how they save MJ or whatever it is. But they also had the whole, like, this is like with great power comes great responsibility. And when Aunt May, I like, Oh my God, dude. I was just like, I remember turning in the theater to my girlfriend at the time and saying like, uh, this is like on another level. This I was like that I was like that's from the previous movie or that's from this movie. I was just like that they're using lines directly from the other movies, like quotes. They were quoting them, Matt. Quoting. Right. Oh, they pull great. they pull out memes, they pull out jokes. It's it's yeah. fantastic. So Andrew Garfield is there. He sort of sets himself up. They do the thing again, and then Toby Maguire walks in, and you we get the stare off kind of between Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. And that was definitely sort of super cool. They both like flip up and shoot web at each other, you know, like the whole um the whole deal. We get the conversation back and forth with them, and they're sort of talking. Toby Maguire's talking about like, well, I don't really reve go revealing my identity. Um, right. you know, stuff like that. I don't feel like we we I felt like it actually he took the longest I felt like to sort of not like get into character like he's in character when he shows up. But it was just like especially because he's not wearing his Spider-Man suit. Right. He's just wearing like normal clothes and he's like, well, yeah. I still got my suit. Don't worry. Right. But it felt it felt like it felt like it sort of took him. He actually ends up sort of serving the as like the dad role in the movie, you know, yes, in the movie he where yes, he's. Yes. He's like, okay, you know, asking more patient, going, more <laughs> yeah, patient, yeah, stuff like that. So he didn't, to me, immediately feel like the same Spider-Man, yeah, like we saw back. He's further away from then, him. He's, he's but he is way further he, removed. Yeah, he is yeah. further away. So then we end up going finding Tom Holland Spider-Man, and this is where the whole thing gets like really freaking good. Mm -hmm. They all go over there. They all swing over there. We get the shot of the other two Spider-Man sitting up on the perch. They're there. They have the conversation with him and they start explaining. We get their stories a little bit, right? We start, we start to get their stories. And this is where the movie just like the gold of this movie comes in is when they're all talking to each other and they're all interacting with each other. And you can tell they all have similarities, but they've also experienced their own set of unique circumstances. Mm -hmm. But even though those circumstances are sort of unique to them, they're still actually pretty similar and they can sort of, yeah. you know, empathize with it, even though it didn't play out the same. Like they've, they're like, we all lost uncle Ben. Um, when, you know, you know, like Toby tells, Toby tells Andrew and Tom Holland, you know, well, MJ and I, we figured it out. Like we make it work. Because he's talking about how yeah. he wants to, he wants to erase every, you know, everyone from knowing he's Spider Man. Then Andrew Garfield talks about how he lost Gwen, and he's like crying, and it's just so freaking amazing. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's the, like that's why I love him, man. It's the it's the the the, the deep drama that comes with him. Yeah, for sure. And that's why, I, th like again, full spoiler, th that whole dive and catch that he has with MJ. Right, because he saves her. I was sitting there in the theater. I was like, he 
bed. I was like, I see this. Co- I, and that's OK that we saw that coming because I was like, I saw it coming. and I still said they better do it. They bet he better dive and say, fuck, right. you know, MJ. I'm like this. I swear to God, like if he does it, I'm going to be upset, man. And he does. And he does. And it's so like you can even see it in his face. He does a good job of acting. Right. And just going like, OK, wow, it was quick. But it was also right. like, yeah. Yeah. Damn. So then they start one by one taking out the villains. They start, then they have a few conversations before everything gets going. They don't necessarily get it working. Right. You know, some of the jokes include like Toby talking, uh, you know, when he's he's up there, he's up there with Andrew Garfield and he's like, oh, man, I got to I got to stretch out. Right. You know, and he's like, yeah, yeah my back, my back, you know, like I jacked up my back. <laughs> yeah. Because in Spider-Man one, you know, when he tries and he falls and he lands on his back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's that was, right. So that was so great. Good. So good. Um, plus, you know, at one point when Norman osborne you know william defoe uh yeah. is talking to spider-man he says oh you know i was i'm something of a scientist myself right it was just yeah. like a big, a big meme like that was hilarious i was oh, yeah. so so glad to see that yeah. um you, and then when they're trying ultimately I, you know i think some of the funniest lines come from when they're the the final time before they before they all put on their masks and go to town and they're all in this super awesome shot where they're all swinging at the same time. They're like swinging off of each other. So they like shoot webs and like swing around before the final thing, when they have that conversation, excuse me, where, you know, they're talking about like, Oh, I fought somebody in space. Oh, that's cool. You know? And like, and Tom Holland, when Tom Holland's like, I mean, not to brag, but you know, I mean, I'm an adventure. They're like right Toby's like that, that, that's what that's great like what, what is, is that, that? yeah andrew garfield's like are you in a band like that's sick, right you know like yes. so so funny but then okay we got to get going and then you know the final starts final fight starts happening they start taking out guys one by one uh for me one of the most the the scenes i loved absolutely most is when toby mcguire talks to doc ock you know, who he's really good friends with before the sort of neural implant in Spider-Man 2 sort of turns him down a darker side, but now he's healed and they get to have that sort of final uh, embrace when he's like, you know, Peter, it's so good to see you. Yeah. What have you, um, you know, how are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to do better, which is one of the, it was like one of the first things he says to him in Spider-Man 2 right. when he shows up. He's like, you're, you're Connor suit and I heard you're I heard you're uh, good, but you're lazy. And he's like, well, I'm trying to do better. So, so there's that. They have the final, they have the final fight with green goblin, which by the way, great way to end. That's actually kind of a cool thing, right? That he's the last sort of thing. Right. And it was sort of the first inter- like introduced like villain or whatever. Um, people would typically Green Goblin, Spider Man, it's it's a, it's a big deal. And once you've done it with Toby, they kind of moved away from that. But I mean, it's he's, he's I think in the comic he's a he's a big, isn't he? Right, like yeah. Spider Man's, yeah, like most, yeah, one of his, yeah, one of his number, yeah. Spider Spider Man is is I would say is a little unlike. He's un he's he's unlike a lot of char- characters who necessarily has like his number one villain. If I had to really be sort of specific, I almost feel like. In a way, I kind of feel like Doc Ock might actually end up being his 
his number his number his number one um where he's it's okay. not it's not yeah. yeah it's not like superman where it's lex Luthor and batman it's to the joker and you know a lot of these characters where it's like a very clear sort of main villain you're almost always dealing with um so anyway we get the we get the final fight tom holland's down there battering him almost about to kill him toby steps in Dude. grabs it they has the conversation you can't do this toby gets stabbed dude i know <laughs> oh, i i did think for a second i, thought I was like I, think I, thought, I thought they were gonna kill him i but then the joke i guys i've been stabbed before right it's fine <laughs> that was like perfect perfect right. yeah but uh yeah and yeah he looks good by the way he's he's working out man like what he yeah. was he stepped up there when he when he, he, hasn't, the... he hasn't really acted in anything in a long time he no. really actually hasn't been in very much which is kind of unfortunate i think he i think he was kind of one of those people that kind of got maybe blacklisted a little bit in hollywood and um, yeah it's really it's like outside of spider-man he was in like sea biscuit the great gatsby oh yeah he was in that one war movie where with Natalie Portman. I think it's like him. Is it Jake Gyllenhaal? Maybe Brothers, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. Where he like comes back and she was she cheated on him with his brother and he's like destroying the kitchen. Bro in that one Brokeback scene. Mountain? No, not Brokeback Mountain. That's the one about. What is that? Not the, is that not it? That's, no, God. He wasn't in some... that movie. No, he's not. Although he is in he is in Tropic Thunder. He has a cameo with Robert Downey Jr. Is it really? where he plays a gay character. It's, it's kind of funny. Uh, it's like the opening scene of Tropic Thunder. Um, anywho. So. Then we, then we kind of, then like we're kind of done with the other Spider-Man and we start to shift back to sort of the MCU stuff, which is Dr. Strange comes in, they seal the thing. The Spider-Man spell kicks off. Nobody knows he's him. And he, at least nobody knows that. Peter is Spider-Man, but they still know that Spider-Man exists. And I would imagine that the Avengers know that Spider-Man did fight alongside them in yeah. several cases, but they don't know the identity of Spider-Man. Wow. That is so like we do we have to do another Spider-Man? I mean, we have to we need another one to get him back in, you know, like he's supposed to take over, right? Oh, yeah, I'd imagine. And the crazy thing is that he's going to remember that he fought alongside them, but there, was a, but there was a spell that changed it all. Right. And then also, it's going to be really crazy because the next movie is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, and they're okay. really blow, they're like blowing the whole thing up is where which they're is at. Awesome. And then you, which is what you do. That's one yeah. of the things I love. Um, uh, Zach, I watched this interview with Zack Snyder where he was talking about his plans for the DC extended universe. Yeah. Now who knows now who knows what they're doing because they have they're clueless over there at Warner Brothers. Um and, <laughs> yeah, and we're I mean, DC fanboys. I'm a DC fanboy. It sucks that they are that they're, they're clueless. They're yeah. they suck. I mean it makes no they, sense. There's no continuity. It makes, it makes there's there's none and it makes it makes no sense. Um but Zack Snyder says that his his original plan and you can you actually can see it was you like have a box, you pull the box apart you shove the box together. Yeah. Pull it back apart, shove it back together. And he's like, that's, he's like, that's the, that's the way to do these sort of bigger team ups. And that's kind of where we're at now. Right. Was you slowly start introducing these characters, Iron Man, Thor, whatever. Okay. Put them all together. Cool. 
spread them all mm-hmm. back out again. They have to come back together. Uh, Avengers 2. Cool. Pull it yeah. apart. Same thing. Civil War. Really pull it apart. Now they're all at ends. They don't like each other. You introduce Thanos. And that and Thanos comes in after the Civil War. After they're all split. You have sides. They don't want to work together. That's why Thanos wins. Finger snaps. Okay, now we got to like cheat. Go back in time. Jack the whole thing up. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Right. So, and where we're at, where we're at, real quick, what we're at now is, where we're at now is a lot of people, there's a lot of theories and everything that, so you have in Wanda, when she goes Scarlet Witch, that jacks up like, well, first of all, the time jump that they do in Avengers has to mess a bunch of stuff up. Yeah, like because they go back in time and then you know whatever that clearly has to mess things up. It does for Loki because then it's like, you know, the Gamora we have right now is a Gamora from a different time period because mm-hmm. yeah, our Gamora in... dies. Our right. Gamora dies. They go back in time, bring her forward, just like Thanos. That's true because they killed because they killed Than right. They killed Thanos. After the events of Infinity War, then they go back in time, and then Thanos is able. To, Thanos we see is from twenty. He's from before, so he comes forward. So uh, uh, End Game jacks the whole thing up. Then we see in Wandavision, she goes Scarlet Witch. I think that jacks stuff up too because they're talking about she's more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. All this stuff, which is Doctor Strange in the in the trailer for his new movie, has to go find her. Hey, I need your help. Yeah. Yeah. Then Loki's then then in Loki we see that it's already starting to get shredded and fall to pieces. The timeline and there's all these variants going out there, and then Spider Man really jacks it up. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so first of all, what? Let's just ask a, a pretty well, obvious question here. Yeah, what? One, fi- one final thing yeah. I guess I should mention is the mid credit scene. Venom, Tom Hardy from the Venom movies. Yeah. Which seems like it might be the same universe as Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man and the new upcoming Morbius movie. His a piece of his symbiote is left behind before he gets sucked back. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was uh, I I had uh, students saying like the in credits or whatever for that last movie was really important, and I don't think I actually got a chance to watch it. So. Yeah. So the mid credits. So there's two. There's a mid. Well, this one there's really only one. Uh, there's the mid credit scene, which is Tom Hardy, who plays Venom in the Venom movies, um, which we believe, I think, is potentially the same as the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man universes. If not, it's its own thing. That's fine. He's sitting at a bar because, remember, all the people get pulled through that are like Spider-Man villains and know Peter Parker Spider-Man. So for starters, he would have to know that a Peter Parker is Spider-Man, I guess. Um, and he's having this conversation with this guy in the bar and he's like explaining this universe that they're in. Yeah. And he's like, so wait, you guys all didn't exist for five years and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, the Venom movies to me kind of suck. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't think they're very, yeah. they're very good. I do like Tom Hardy. I think he's great. I actually like him as Venom. I just don't like Venom. Yeah. I love Venom. I think Venom's awesome. See, um, yeah. I, Cause I've heard people really like him. I just, I'm not really into Venom. So for me, it's like, uh, it's right. not like they're bad. I just don't really like the, that character. So, yeah. right. But yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So anywho, so a, a piece of his little his symbiote is left behind. Okay. In the MCU, so yeah. a lot of people think somehow that's gonna go trigger a new Spider-Man movie, and that's yeah. where we're gonna go because Spider-Man's going to college, so maybe he'll get 
sent to wherever the symbiote is and then we go from there yeah so there's just a partnership between disney and sony then to keep kind of rolling with this um well i would say that there's a partnership between sony and disney is 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 the clear way that sony is uh making making it out to be because at the end of the day because i I want more of these i do too i do too yeah at the end of the day disney so yeah so the licensing is weird so disney owns so Disney owns all of Marvel, which in, which includes the rights to pretty much everything outside of like TV rights for Spider-Man and his characters that go along with him at this point, um, since Fox owned Daredevil and Fantastic Four and all that stuff. Now, one of the things that Disney did was when they were trying because they because they recently bought 20th Century Fox, which is like Fox's catalog of the X-Files and the Simpsons and all of those things um you know the old star wars movies said 20th century fox on them right yeah so um disney wanted to buy that they wanted to try to buy that off fox and so they played dirty in around the 2012 era and they just flat out sort of stopped publishing fantastic four comics because they knew that they could devalue the brand so like it is in a way a partnership because disney could say we're not gonna right there we're gonna we're just gonna stop producing spider-man comics and all this other stuff which would be stupid because they make they make money but they theoretically could in a way to sort of sort of do it so disney does have some of the power but i would say really in this day and age sony's got the power over spider-man and i don't see sony ever selling spider-man well no that'd be that'd be silly it makes so much money i mean but also good on tom holland for like bringing this together there's no reason they can't work together and make make something because like people make it equally beneficial like there's just no reason not to not to do this so that's good also can i bring up an obvious kind of like question here what was dr strange doing he sucked, man. What was he thinking? Like, he's that's the only only flaw to this movie because, like, it like makes without it, like, you can't have this type of thing happen, which is why you do it. But and it's like a heart towards um Peter and everything. But like, Jesus, criminy, Doctor Strange, right? You don't cast this kind of spell. Sorry, he must be new at his job. Anyways, I just thought that was kind of the only weak point. But at the same time, it's necessary. You have to have it. If you don't have it, you don't have a movie. So. But uh, it was just kind of interesting to see because there was a bunch of theories that he was not going to be Doctor Strange, that it was going to be yes. someone else. Right. So, yeah. So it actually follows a Star Wars comic. And I'm blank. I think it's called like a new uh, God. I've actually read it not too long ago. But in that arc, in the comic arc, Doctor Strange is actually, I believe, Mephisto, who is a major sort of he's like a dem- he's like a demon. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of God. Um, and actually, in the trailer for the Doctor Strange movie that's coming out, there are two Doctor Stranges, and one is um, a little more grungy and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, a lot of people think that that is actually going to be Mephisto. They're going to do that. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, it's That's cool. Because, yeah, there was stuff like going on with um, WandaVision, too, where they were like, who's behind all of this? Loki, same thing, too, like a, like a trickster character and, and stuff. So, um and you know, Doctor Strange is just just interesting to see, you know, um, yeah, like 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 one more day is what it's called. 
Yeah, one okay. one more one more day is this is the uh is the comic in which uh it's, it's a little different. Tony Stark convinces Peter to reveal his identity to the world. Of course, this causes a big problem for him. Aunt May acts like um gets shot and is very close to death. Her life, however, is saved when Peter makes a deal with Mephisto um by trading his marriage to MJ for his aunt's life. Wow. It's a little different. Yeah. Which is cool. But you can see always where they pull so much inspiration from this. And hey. This is where all those people, you know, that complain, you know, when we cover other stuff about, oh, it's not like the books. Well, pff, the comic book movies are, no, I mean, they pull, they, hey, pull this from this and this from this. I mean, it's like you open a fridge and it's like, all right, I'm going to find some meat, going to find some cheese, going to do this. Well, you were supposed to make, you know, lasagna. Well, I made pizza. So, yeah. So, pretty, the, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It, well, yeah. <laughs> it's just not in layers. De yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> right. So, okay. All right. So anyway, I love the movie. I'm giving it a nine yeah. out of ten. Oh, ten out of ten for me, dude. I literally, I was watching all the reviews come in and, and, uh, and watching it just blow past some of those those uh, um, box office markers, and I was like, "What the heck is going on?" So when I went and saw it, I, I just was like, the fact that I was quoting some of the stuff that was coming from other star, uh, other um, Spider-Man movies, so I was like, "This is this is fantastic," and it had me had me laughing. It had me it had me tearing up. Um, it had me talking uh with my girlfriend afterwards about it, it it's freaking radical and so it's a 10 out of 10 for me it's one of the better movies i've seen in a long long time i was very very impressed and i was worried going in because i was like oh, are they just hyping this up because it's something but it was that good and tom holland by the way i'll say this his acting after the loss of aunt may the sh the great. shift oh he's amazing he yeah. did a great job he's dude. he's great, great. Job. so where would where okay where would you rank this as I ask you three questions. Well, we'll we'll say we'll save the Spider-Man one at the end. Where would you rank this? Um, in terms of a few things, in terms of just Spider-Man movies. So that would include the three Spider-Man Tom Holland movies, the two right. Andrew Garfield, and the three Toby movies. So exclude like Civil War and Infinity stuff. Where and then where would you rank this in terms of your just overall superhero movies? Oh wow, okay. So for first the Spider-Man movie because I'm thinking about like for me like like my two top Spider-Man movies are are literally it's Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 2002 and then Spider-Man Two. Um, right. So th those are my favorites. So I, I'm starting to stack it up against those two. And for me, I would either say it's the best one like flat out the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen, or maybe it falls. And I go back and forth on whether you want to say Spider-Man uh, 2002 or, 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 or Spider-Man two is better. It's either above those two or it's behind one or two of those. So I, I'm not a huge, I did not, I, I know that the amazing Spider-Man stuff, people really like the second one, especially, which was really good. And I did like it. I just, it's to me, like the worst one to me is, is, is Tobey Maguire's third Spider-Man. It's terrible. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's just not good. Actually, you know, I don't, I don't know, like man. It. I think uh, I go back and forth on that one and, 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 and amazing Spider-Man oh, one. Okay. Yeah, but I like I like there's there's a lot of there's a, there's stuff I like in both. Yeah, but I think there's stuff I like less in Amazing Spider-Man. See, I, and again, it's really hard for me to say uh, that Spider-Man 
it's just tough. But with Tobey Maguire, the first one, I have so much. I have so many right. good vibes and feelings. It's really hard because I should even be able to say that like Spider-Man 2 right. is better because that sequel was good. Right. Really good. Surprisingly, like that, that also, doesn't happen yeah. often. Right. I also sometimes... feel like I also feel like the two other. The two the problem with the other Tom Holland movies is that. Like, you can't just view those as Spider-Man movies. You have to sort of stack it against other MCU movies. Because there's, like, proximity and everything. And so you're, like, thinking about them as, like, well, it's really, like... Yeah, Tony um, Stark involved. Exactly. Iron Man's in the first one. So it's like, okay, well, that's cool. And then, you know, like, the second one is, is good. But it's just, like... It takes place. It's like the movie that takes place after Endgame, and it's like it, the stakes just feel so low. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and so that villain's terrible. That kind. Jake, I think kind of. I think kind of. That Jake Gyllenhaal. I hate that villain. I love the Zendaya stuff. I love right. the MJ stuff. It's great, but yeah. So okay, so we're so you think you have it as your favorite Spider-Man movie? I would actually probably say it's my favorite because I it, do. Or behind, yeah. Do you too? Do, do, do you really? Yeah, yeah. I do. It's, it's because and it it's yeah it's my favorite because for starters i think it's the best of the tom holland three so that immediately shoots it up and then i love that andrew garfield gets redemption he get he he andrew garfield gets redemption i think yeah, he's, he should I think he he's should. great and then i love that toby comes in and does his thing and i also yeah. like dr strange so that's and, but then I think for me, it's like in a way, it's a little fan servicey, just a little bit. But I don't care because I like it. Right. So for me, it's it, I think it's my number. One. I think it's it's. I can tell you this: it's it's probably it's the Spider-Man ever. movie that I will go back and watch the most. Yep. Yep. So so okay. Actually, if you're if you're th- when you take that mindset, like which one would you go back and watch the most? I would watch this one probably the most, and then for me, it would, the second one for me would be the original Spider-Man. I love right. I love the original you know, just Toby Uncle right. Ben dying the whole and thing. And then Him for me is Spider-Man. and then and then I like Amazing Spider Man too. Right. So that's yeah. that that one's yeah that that one's there for me. So that's cool. and then we got a lot of things covered there. I mean that's that's yeah. I think that's really so good. where would you rank it? So where would you rank it in your sort of total superhero movies ever? Is it a top ten superhero movie Ooh. ever? Yes. For you? Yes. It's really. Top that's top ten, bro. Um because it, the crazy thing is though and i feel like it's almost cheating a little bit because it's it's one of those things like i i, I like once the flash brings in other batman you know right. like that's, that's gonna, gonna change it's a game changer man like you can't i mean now you're bringing in a batman from the 90s like that's like okay now right. this is aw- i mean it might, we don't know we don't know yet right Right. But if this is any 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 indication as to how awesome this can be, because Flashpoint was cool on the CW channel when they brought in we you and I were talking back in the day. Oh, when they it was awesome. Tom Tom, Tom Welling. Welling. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, bro. So good. So like But that was just TV, yeah. That was just TV. But like as far as superhero movies, see, because to me, this movie has a, a lot of cool things. It's got like redemption for the villains which is crazy cool it's crazy like like something very interesting i was like there's no way they can do this but then the other spider-man kind of confirmed this is what we do and actually it's like at the core of what they do which is something crazy like this and so tom holland spider-man is doing that very thing and he has to fight dr strange to do it and then he loses aunt may so he goes through the same great things like you mentioned gwen 
in Amazing Spider-Man, and I mentioned Uncle Ben, he has that moment, and it's compounded because Toby is there and Andrew is there, and it's just like, what? it's almost too much. It's almost too much. Now, I still go back to the DC. I go back to the Dark Knight. Now, you go back to the, you can't, I mean, it's untouchable. Zack like, Snyder's some, Justice League. Yeah, there's some untouchable things, but is it up there? It's probably my top five, actually, now. So and I'd have to go yeah. through and make a list, but like, yeah, um, I, yeah, I it's it's probably just because it's probably my number. It's probably going to be my number one Spider-Man movie. It's going to crack into my top 10. Yeah, I can't. I, you know, it's and then it's also difficult, too, because I think sometimes I try to separate them in terms of like a solo movie or what I kind of consider as a solo movie, which yeah. is I I would I don't know. You know, it's like I guess it's different if it's like Justice League or Avengers as opposed to like Thor Ragnarok is really it's just a Thor movie, although the Hulk's in it. This is kind of like it's really a Spider-Man movie. It has two other Spider-Man and it has Doctor Strange in it, but it's really just like a Spider-Man movie Um, because I think like, you know, it's it's just hard to stack literally anything against Endgame because Endgame is just like so utterly yeah it's amazing i mean it's just so epic it's just so hard it's just so hard to stack anything against it i think the first avengers too it's just because like you look at what they did like that had never been done before yeah and sort of sort of do but i think here they did something that has never been done before by bringing back yeah you know because sometimes they bring somebody in as a cameo like in wonder woman 1984 you see linda carter but it's just a cameo and it's just a thing and but it's not it's not like this. So, yeah, it's probably towards the bottom of my top 10. I don't think I, yeah. I mean, like to me, it's like Zack Snyder's Justice League's number one. Dark Knight's yeah. got to be number two. Better than Wonder Woman, better than Logan, better than Endgame. Hmm. <sighs> don't know. You don't know that I can I can put it above hmm. that I can put it above those. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I think yeah, like I, I I'm, I'm put like Man I of get, Steel. Is it better? Is it higher than you know, Man of Steel? I maybe, bro. Maybe, higher, maybe higher I, than the original. Higher than the I, original Superman. I, I yeah, honestly, this is crazy, man. <laughs> but like, I'm I'm a Superman guy, and like, talk about what I would want to go back and watch again. Like, those are classics, and it's hard. Like, the longer it, like this goes on, the more of these movies you have, it's sort of like, dang. Like the difference between uh, uh, like your top ten, it's so minimal. It's right. su- it's such a minimal difference that it's like, dang, it's really actually kind of hard, um, because this one is when, just you can do so much more. Right when the first Spider-Man movie came out, there was only like twelve superhero movies ever. Now there's uh, like yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Right. That that that's 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 sort of the 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 issue I'm I'm alluding to, which is like, yeah, man, it's like as we go along, it's like, dang, there's so many good ones. That, it, right. that they start to stack in there tight, real tight. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. Cause, yeah, so it's, cause it's, I think this, I think anybody who said this in their top five, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think they're oh, crazy. No, I'd get it. I, I would understand. And like, cause, cause Logan, I forgot about it. You days know, of, X-Men like, days of future past dude. Great Ooh. movie. Great and then movie. You, and then you start, then you start, then you start scrolling down the other MCU movies. I mean, yeah, there's really good ones. Yes. I yes. mean, iron, iron man one, 
is really First good. Thor, Thor one is really good. Thor Ragnarok is is ton of yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Ant Man's a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love all of them. Don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, I right, they're good. Them. I love the I love the you know Ben Affleck Daredevil movies. Why not? And Electra. Right. I mean, right? Who you know? Why not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I, so uh, you've got, hold on a second. So you've got Batman Begins, right? Batman Begins. Is In my top this? 10? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just re- re- like, real quick and, re- and recap. There's, in that trilogy, it's Batman Begins, then The Dark Knight, right? Then The Dark Knight, then The Dark Knight Rises. People forget about Batman Begins. Batman Begins is really good. It's really good. <laughs> and like, the only reason it's not mentioned as much is because The Dark Knight. Like, yeah. I mean, the that's Dark what's just, crazy is that the Dark like, Knight is just too good. It's, it's it's so good. It's the Dark Knight is to me. It's the, my dad it's says the one best. best movies he's ever seen in his life. He was the, like the like the Dark Knight is the best standalone superhero movie because I think it's like 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 if somebody could say to me the End Game is the best superhero movie ever, and it's just hard to argue against it because it's like twenty five movies to build this whole thing up. You have Thanos. You have Iron Man's death. Like the portal scene where they open it up and literally all of the Marvel like walks through. I mean, it's freaking amazing. So I think there's like a difference between team up movies. But uh, yeah, oh yeah. But I I I can 100 percent say that Zack Snyder's Justice League has replaced The Dark Knight as my number one. And I mean, yeah, it's good. Yeah, dude. That's a that's a. (laughs) And that's crazy. It's, it's that's that saying something. That movie's like, ridiculous, dude. It's it's just it's too good. Like because the original one, or like the original air quote, right? Like uh, so the, bad, so bad. How can it be that different? Night and day different. It's so it's just so different. That's that, that's that. That's to see the joke. vision, I will say this, and the, to see the full Zack Snyder vision, you don't necessarily have to watch Wonder Woman, but I think it's great to do it. Is just watch Wonder Woman, man. When you see Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and the extended cut, obviously, and then Zack Snyder's Justice League together, as and like you watch them all as like one thing rather than like we, we had to wait and then we got the weird one and you know if you just sit down and be like okay boom 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 you totally get his vision and it's worth it and it's just like it's an absolute uh, it's a masterpiece. It's a freaking it's yeah it's like it a, it's like a mona lisa level it's on it's on it's unreal it's just like a, it's just like when i watch endgame and i was like you get to see all the strings come through so yeah so it, this for me it's it's a it's 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 in my top 10 probably because it's my number one spider-man movie yeah but it's yeah. probably it's probably around like under under like like eight, seven or eight definitely yeah. it definitely not top five not yeah. top five for me, but not that it's bad. I mean, to be in my top five when there's like a, you know, there's like 50 superhero movies is still a good thing. And that's what I'm saying, man. I honestly got, I just want to give total credit to this movie because it has me going like, what did the original Superman movie have to offer compared to this? Movie? Like, it's crazy. Right. I mean, I love right. Christopher Reeve, but like, I'm like, dude, I might have to move that movie down, man. Like, it's crazy. Things happen. Things New, happen. Like, Something new could come out and change it. Yeah, right? exactly. And exactly. then, yeah, you know, okay. then there's then there's other things like, do you, you know, some people, do you count it as a superhero? I mean, yeah, it's hard, yeah. you know, well, just because it, they're not just because they're not Marvel or DC. If they're still comic book characters, they're still superheroes. So, yeah. Also, Matt, is it okay. better? Is it I mean, where is Ninja Turtles in your top 10? Wow. 
Wow. wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are comic book characters. Oh, boy. Wow. They are comic Time book characters. To go back. Master <laughs> yeah. Splinter. Because um, that's top 10. Ninja Turtles is top 10 for me. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, here's something that's that's really interesting. Like, the power of bringing someone back. Like, the reason I love Smallville so much, just a, a final kind of note here on, like, because I'm a huge Superman guy. Like, when Christopher Reeve shows up in Smallville, I'm like, this is the best TV show I've deal. ever seen in my life. Right. Life. Like, they also didn't bring just him in. They brought in Dean Kane, the other mm-hmm. Superman as well. Like, like, at that point, they had brought in all the Supermans that they could. They didn't make them Superman because they weren't that – we weren't there yet. Now we're saying, oh, we're not just going to bring Tobey Maguire back in as some random guy in Tom Holland's universe. Right. No, we're saying he's Spider-Man because he was Spider-Man before. That is another it's level, and I, I appreciate that. And so that's where it's like it's like God had had like Superman return with Brandon Ruth done something like that. Not that it could. Not that it could really bring uh, Christopher uh, Reeve I, back. I, I mean, it that's an, it's There's an a underrated. Way. That's an underrated it's, movie. And yeah, it was. It was. But like, yeah, had it done something with Dean Cain, you know, or, or a multiverse again? You're talking about multiverse, which is very, which is very different. Um, it's like a special level. You almost see like a special tier to throw these things in because I think we're going to have more of this stuff happening. Flashpoint, by the way, shout out to to, to the CW who did this for, I think they, Arrowverse went nuts with this. Ezra Miller. Yeah, you see Ezra yeah. Miller. Uh, and um, I always forget the guy's name that plays the Arrow or the Flash, the TV Flash. Grant, I don't know, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, he's in, um, he's in Glee and stuff. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, shout out to them. They, they, they did this kind of thing. It was successful. And I think that's the thing. When you see other things doing things that are like really successful on that scale and you say, let's upscale that. And right. did people respond? Hell yeah, they did. They went to the right. theater and said, this is awesome. So right. like, I don't know, man. It's yeah. great. Well, we don't have another superhero movie. I mean, we will be back with more stuff, definitely. But I believe yeah. the next superhero movie coming as... Uh, comes in March. When's that Black Adam movie coming out? By the way, that's with, later uh, in the year. Uh, no, the movie coming in March, uh, which I think could replace the Dark Knight as not uh, is the Batman. That's I think our next. Oh movie. my <laughs> gosh, dude! Have you seen the new trailer? There's a new trailer they just. I have not. I have not. I'll watch Uh, it right after this. I I, uh, because as soon as you said the Batman, I said TikTok, the clock, the Riddler, bro. Like I just thinking like, we'll do a reaction. We'll do. We'll we'll do. We'll do a reaction of it. Okay. We'll we'll post. We'll post it too. So awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming back, listening to us once again. As and I are coming at back with all kinds of stuff. So shoot us. We have an email. As I don't know what it is. It's like I always forget. I always that and as show at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure it might not be. It's in the description. It might be Matt. It's in the description. Okay. Well, you can hit me up at super games, bros. You can hit him up at womp rat underscore two M guys. As always, thank you for listening and we will see you next time.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.